Today, we're going to recap the University of Maine football, getting a 38-36 win on another game-winning field goal from Kenny Doak. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast and also follow us on Facebook at Eastern Maine Sports, Twitter at Eastern ME Sports, and Instagram at Eastern Maine Sports. Enjoy the podcast. Thanks for joining us uh, this afternoon on the Eastern Maine Sports Podcast as we're going to recap the University of Maine's dramatic win uh, this afternoon at Rhode Island as uh, they came from behind and defeated Rhode Island 38-36 on another game-winning field goal from Kenny Doak. Doesn't get any better than that, does it, Chris? No, it doesn't. Probably two biggest kicks of his college career between last week's game winner and this week's game winner. Just happy for the kid. Yeah. So so when they were down, uh, they were down big, right? 30-14? to 14? 30 to 14 midway through the third quarter. And uh, kind of what changed? Uh, more of a spread out offense. They uh, seemed to want to try to run the tailbacks, especially on short yardage situation up the middle that wasn't working. They really started to spread the offense out in the second half with uh, Mike Wright, especially. Yeah, and uh, speaking of spreading out, a lot easier to do when they have Chris Ferguson back there. Threw for 278 yards, 48 pass attempts. Um, really uh, kind of got right back to it. Probably a game they – I mean, maybe a game they, they couldn't win without having Ferguson back there, don't you think? I agree with you there. He had 30 completions. He was big in the second half. They only had 100 and some odd yards there in the first half, and they had 264 in the second half. And so the, the spread offense really made a difference in the second half. Must have been an adjustment they saw at halftime. The um, the guy that benefited the most from having Ferguson back might have been Micah Wright. Uh, 125 yards and 10 catches, a big touchdown also. Um, he came up big, as did uh, Blair and, and Young there. Young got a t- touchdown also, but and Blair had 72 yards. So he really spread it out to uh, five different receivers. Edwards and uh, Belcher also had catches, but um, Wright came up big today. Yeah, he certainly did. That that spread offense, like I said, in the second half really benefited him. He had two big 30-yard catches there on the drive that, that Maine went ahead on the Ferguson um, quarterback sneak, the nine-yard touchdown. He had two 30-yard catches just on that drive alone. Big, big there from right. Um, you want to talk about near the, near the end of the game, uh, Rhode Island had a chance. They had the kickoff at Maine 35. They had really a good chance to pin Maine back, and they, they kicked it, gave them, gave them the touchback. Uh, kind of surprised with that. I, I know uh, I was listening to Rich and Bob a little bit there at the end of the game, and, and they were very surprised that they didn't, they didn't squib kick it and try to pin Maine. Kind of, kind of did Maine a favor, don't you think? I think they gave Maine way too much time with, with Ferguson back there and that spread offense, what they had been doing in the second half, 51 seconds, especially with the leg of Doak, the leg that he's shown lately with the 52-yarder last last week. And um, Coach Harris-Sibniak says he, at the end of practice, every practice, they try that 50-some-odd-yard field goal, and he usually hits it. So that's way too much leg and way too much time for Ferguson in that offense, I think. Now, you watched the game, and – Seemed like the penalties on both teams, but especially Maine in the second half, were kind of outrageous. And um, do you think there was many of those that were kind of warranted, or they, what, what was happening there? Well, I, I thought they were warranted probably by the reaction from the Rhode Island sideline. Seemed like a few of those penalty flags were thrown way after the play, after the Rhode Island sideline got on the refs. Just on that one drive alone where Rhode Island took the lead, 36-35, Maine was penalized on that drive before the touchdown. They were penalized five times in a minute 37. Then they were penalized twice after the touchdown, probably one on Coach H, too, because he was throwing his hat and throwing his hands up in the air on the sideline. 
Yeah, and that's when, that's why they had the kickoff at the 35, and then they didn't really help themselves, so they booted it in the end zone and gave, gave Maine, you know, best-case scenario for Maine. But, um, yeah, it seemed like the um, – you know, refs almost played a big part in that game, but uh, Doak, Doak took care of that. Now, looking forward to the for these Black Bears, couldn't be in a in a better position right now, huh? They they hold you you want to kind of hold everything in your hands. I mean, it, pretty much they they control their own destiny now, and you couldn't ask for any more with um, what you got four game five games left in the regular season, something like that. So, uh, um, really, they put themselves in a great position going forward. Uh, just talk about what they have coming up. Yeah, they got William and Mary next week. William and Mary right now, they're one and one in the conference. Their uh, last report, they're losing. They're at Townsend today. Townsend's another two and zero team in the conference right now. And Townsend was ahead in that game, ten nothing at last report. So I, I think they can. I think they can beat William and Mary next week. Uh, this spread offense is something that they should look to do again next week, especially spreading right out like they did today. They they could take advantage of that. I mean, if you look across, you know, you look down on the field, you see the offensive weapons this team has and the way the defense is played today, the second half, they only allowed 117 yards to Rhode Island in the second half. Came, came up big when they were needed most. Um, so from what you're saying, it seems like that game at Townsend on November 3rd, I mean, they don't want to look ahead. They, they I mean, obviously all these games are close, so they don't want to look by, by William & Mary or or Albany, but it seems like Townsend might be, might be the big one uh, remaining. Yeah, yeah, probably the Townsend game and definitely the, the last home game of the regular season on the last day of the regular season against Elon, who knocked off James Madison last week at James Madison. Those are going to be two of the biggest games left, but we got to just do one game at a time, and Coach H always preaches that every game, so these guys will be focused and ready to go. Yeah, kind of – were you kind of, you know, thinking just because the way things have been going, like like that when it was 30-14, they, they could do what they did? Uh, honestly, I, I, I knew they had the offense to do it, to get back in the game. Um, the way the defense had been playing in the second half, I, I did envision them coming back in that game. They were only down two scores, of course, with the two point conversion. So yeah, I believe they could, I believe they could all along, even when they were down 30 to 14. And so I didn't shut my TV off, Mark. Yeah, well, that's great. That's great. And an unbelievable win this afternoon for the UMaine Black Bears. And, uh, you know, let's see if they can continue it next next week uh, on the road again. And uh, I'm sure we'll have more updates throughout the week. And um, we're also, um, for UMaine coverage, uh, Chris Chris does a great job um, going to the hockey. He's going to the hockey game tonight. Um, you know, the field hockey team's in great shape. Soccer teams are playing. And, uh, you know, the basketball te- basketball practice has already started. They'll be starting preseason games very shortly. So big time for UMaine sports, huh, Chris? Definitely. And just something to add with the defense uh, here today on the main defense, on the defensive side, um, Deshaun Stevens had another huge game. He had 12 tackles and a sack. He was all over the place. And the defense had four sacks all together. Rhode Island only got to Ferguson once for one sack in the game. And the penalty yards, as I was looking at the penalty yards at the end of the game, Rhode Island had six penalties for 60 yards. Maine had 16 penalties for 197. Yeah, that's uh, – and then you were able to win the game against a very good team. Yeah, so that, that's great. You know, that, that, that's, that's great, yeah. Yeah, it shows, shows, a lot, shows a lot from them. And uh, just, just impressed with what they're doing. And, uh, you know, let's, let's hope they can keep it going. Some of the same t- times up there at the campus. Uh, what, they got two more home games or three? Yeah, they got two more home games. They got Albany in, um, Albany on the 27th, I believe, and then Elon, the last game of the regular season. I believe that's November 10th. 
right. Anything you want to say to to wrap this up? Because uh, uh, you know about this game or how this season's going so far. Let's you know, Kenny Dope. Oh my goodness, huh? The I mean, three game winning kicks, right? I think that's what I heard today. Uh, two, two, obviously two last two weeks, and I think he hit one early in the year too. So uh, yeah, he did. And 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 you'll be able to read my 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 recap on EasternMainSports.com. Definitely check that out. And um. Just the scrutiny that that kicker has faced so far at his time at Maine with some of the missed kicks that he should have hit, and now he's hit two game winners in a row. I couldn't be any more happy for that kid. Look for Maine to be up around that 15th or 16th slot in the nation when the FCS uh, football rankings come out next week. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you Maine, they, they lost in the last few years, as you were kind of pointing out, they lost games because the kicker couldn't hit easy ones then the game. Now he's hitting tough ones to yeah. win you know, win, win the games, how, how things have turned and what a difference having a kick at that level, at any level, really. But at that level, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, last year, the, the season opener at New Hampshire, he missed an extra point and maybe ended up losing the game 24-23. So I couldn't be any more happier for the kid. The The sideline exploded much like it did in Orono last week as soon as he hit that kick at Rhode Island today. And um, just really excited here going forward. It's going to be exciting, Mark. All right. Well, thank you, Chris, uh, for uh, – for, uh, Given this recap of the UMaine football game, please look uh, for Chris's article, as Chris said, on EasternMainSports.com, and uh, he, he'll have this uh, all recapped. We'll have that posted in just a bit. All right. Thank you, Chris. Sounds good. Thanks, Mark. Yep. Bye.